Keep your finger on the pulse of the financial industry with Finteract, an online community of forward-thinking financial advice professionals. Finteract is your digital hub to stay on top of trends, start conversations, connect with fresh perspectives, and gain valuable insights from peers. No sales pitches, just a collaborative, members-only community to help you maintain a growth mindset, inspire others, and learn new ways to propel your business forward. Apply to join at Finteract.net. Welcome to an industry in transition, the must-listen-to podcast for financial advisors and industry leaders from Tony Sirianni, the CEO and publisher of Advisor Hub, where we explore the week's news and events and put our ever-changing business into perspective. Tony is joined each week by industry leaders, mavericks, and disruptors who give their take on our industry and their thoughts on where we are headed. If you want to remain relevant, you can't miss it. Now, here's your host, Tony Sirianni. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Tony Sirianni Podcast. I'm thrilled to actually be in a slightly different venue, still my house, but it's a different room because we have live guests this time. Uh, Charlie Schwartz, uh, thank you for, for being here from Benjamin Edwards, and he's, he's in a new role, so we're going to look forward to speaking about it. He looks great in a tie. I got to be honest with you, uh, I'm going to St. Bart's next week, so I'm just wearing clothes that I can't wear in St. Bart's. That's why um, you're just going to see me in flannel for the next week. That's just the way it is. So tell us, tell us about the new role. Well, sure. Well, first off, Tony, uh, thank you for your hospitality. Sure. sure. Uh, and of course, for the invite to do this podcast. Um, I know you've been gracious in the past oh, couple of years uh, with the partnership with Benjamin F. Edwards in regards of interviewing our CEO and president, uh, Tad Edwards, our chief operating officer, Doug Rubenstein, and then, of course, also our managing director of business services, uh, which is Chris Keller. Yeah, it, so thank great, you. great people. It's, it's it's a lot of fun to do it. So thank you. And so tell us a little bit about what you're doing. So your your role now is uh, is recruiting, right? Build, building the business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, you know, growth recruiting, branch development. Um, what I'm thrilled with, with the opportunity that the executives gave me is, is really at the end of the day, I get to serve in a player coach role. Yeah. Uh, so not just with managing the team, but also serving on the front lines uh, in regards of how our team is organized. Uh, That's great. There's three of us yeah. that uh, we consider ourselves the road warriors, <laughs> uh, You know, which were sectioned out by region. Got a couple of uh, internal uh, recruiters that help us along the way. And then, of course, um, uh, also a team member. Uh, she helps us take care of our home office visits. What do you? So you know, uh, look when we look at the recruiting landscape, it, it's it's shifted a lot in the last you know ten years. Sure. And um, you and I have talked about this. I've you know written about it. Sort of, a lot of people are coming to the same conclusions as the independent firms have come to, which is you know, primacy, the advisor-client relationship and and uh, transparency, you know, the advisors on their books, things like that. Uh, now, you inherited some of that from AG Edwards because a, a lot of that was the culture of, of, of that firm. So you could say maybe, I mean, uh, you know, maybe the industry is catching up <laughs> to you guys. Well, you know, I look at it, uh, you know, when I joined the legacy firm 24 years ago, you know, I consider myself very blessed, yeah. uh, you know, to be able to really, sort of come back home. Yeah. Um, but uh, you even mentioned it in your 2024 outlook yeah. that uh, that advisors really, they're, they're voting with their feet. And, you know, you look at uh, some of the obstacles that exist out there, 
uh, in regards of uh, firms making compensation changes, maybe changes in the back office mm. uh, in regards of service and support. Um, maybe even in regards to, you know, what the layers look like out in the field uh, in regards of uh, management up to the senior levels. And there seems to have been a, a feeling of, you know, we, we, advisors may prefer things a little more stripped down, a little more streamlined, you know, and, but they still want access to services mm -hmm. and, and, and those things. They just kind of feel that onerous management is what they don't want. You know, I wish a lot of advisors say I don't I don't want any management. I, I don't think that's true. I think they if they say that they haven't had good management that's been accretive, right? Mm -hmm. To their bottom line. Sure. Yeah. Well, you bring up a great point because you know, when it's all said and done, um I uh I, I heard a quote once years and years ago, uh, you know, when I was starting out my career that people don't always leave firms, they leave managers. <laughs> and that's an interesting concept when you really reflect on it. I think, you know, when and I, and I firmly believe this, that, uh, you know, when you look at Benjamin F. Edwards, we, we, we focus on service yeah. and that is service to protect the advisor client relationship, because, you know, since the beginning of our industry, I, I'm a firm believer, Tony, that hasn't changed that. That is the focal point of what we are supposed to do, uh, in support roles, regardless of what level you're at. And, and, you know, the challenge then becomes, hey, you know, we're, we're delivering on this type of service goal without being too onerous. And your role is to grow the firm. So how do you do that and, and maintain some of that, you know, original good feeling mm -hmm. in place? Sure. Well, you, growth has changed, right? So it's part of it. It, it certainly has. Uh, you know, you, you look at personalities, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time uh, with potential recruits and prospects in regards of, you know, not just backgrounds and doing our due diligence, but are we a fit for them and are they a fit for us? You know, we're constantly looking for high integrity, high ethics, uh, but at the same time to give them the freedom to learn and grow uh, and, and learn and grow at their pace, not putting stipulations on uh, production levels need to be X, Y, Z within your first, you know, two, three, five years. Uh, but really assisting in the growth. Right. And I think that's a great part of our story up front that, uh, you know, I have the honor to share on a daily basis. Well, it's, you know, and that's that's part of this, right? So communication, how do we get the mm -hmm. message out there that, you know, this is part of it. But it also speaks to that it's a one-on-one -on -one thing, you know. Guys who are, uh, if you hire an advisor who's a jerk, his clients are jerks. I mean, there's no question about it, right? So you got to find nice people. You yeah. know? <laughs> and, and that's a rule of engagement. Uh, I hold my team accountable for that, which is, uh, you know, call it the no jerk policy, yeah. call it what you want. But uh, um, when it's all said and done, I mean, you think about the time, the energy, the emotion that you spend, you know, building your own career, uh, helping develop your team members. Yeah. If you can be a, around people that you know, like, and trust, I mean, that's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, from your point of view, uh, a lot of these guys are going to be partners because Benjamin Edwards is a partnership. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And th that involves, look, I think today one of the big things that everyone talks about is equity, right? So uh, enterprise value, equity, you know, those are the buzzwords that are, you know, a part of the recruiting conversation. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys talk about when you, when you talk about equity? Yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful question. You know, being a private equity firm, 
um, you know, my wife and I, we, we talk about it a lot, yeah. you know, that uh, when somebody asks, hey, what do you do for a living? There's a proud moment that, you know, hey, we're, we're, we're a small owner in a private equity firm. And that, that's the beauty of, uh, I think, a, a attraction from prospects and recruits to us is they have the opportunity once they get settled and transition the book and get their clients, you know, up and running on our systems, you know, they have the opportunity uh, to buy in as an owner yeah. uh, and to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, well, it gets everybody, you know, rowing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's for, that's for sure. And I think that that's, you know, you know, there, there are a lot of options out there, you know, in terms of equity and what it means when people are being recruited today. And, you know, I know I've talked to uh, management there that it's a, it's a forever private firm. They, they, they've been through one of these. They, they don't, they, they want to make sure that it stays, stays amongst the, the family, the, the, the people who are at the firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I, I may not have the quote perfect, but uh, Doug Rubenstein, our, our chief operating officer, uh, says that, uh, you know, that uh, it's great to work at a company, you know, that you love and you get to own it because at the end of the day, we do. Right. Um, and 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 I think that statement holds true for any of us, you know, their uh, equity owner and, you know, not to get so emotional about it. But like I said, there's, you know, to go back on a statement, Tony, is there's a sense of pride every day you wake up, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm an owner. I'm, I'm, I'm part of this story. I'm part of this growth. And, uh, you know, it's um, it's it's great motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that. You know, when uh, the other pieces, I think advisors are, they look at and they're concerned about, you know, coming to sort of a boutique firm, even though you guys kind of have a national footprint mm-hmm. now, you know, pretty much almost everywhere. Um, but, you know, technology products, am I going to be able to keep up? If I come from a, a wirehouse, for instance, which I know you have a lot of transitions from there, mm-hmm. you know, sure. uh, d- d- I'm going to have a diminution in services and products. Mm-hmm. Well, I um, I think you've seen it uh, across the industry, right, Tony? Is um, you know, as the field grows, are the executives and the senior management team building the home office to keep up with the growth of the field? Right. Because it's it's something we hear a lot in the recruit meetings. Is I call somebody, I can't get a hold of uh, him or her. I'm calling this department. I'm getting three different answers from three different people, uh, you know, in, in regards to the same question, you know, Tad holds us accountable again, uh, you know, that, uh, we are here and we have these careers and opportunities because of the advisor yeah. and the client. And at the end of the day, your role is to support that. Well, an advisor first mentality. Well, sure. Right. So, which is sometimes the opposite of what, of what you some firms are firm first, as you know. There's there's some big bank firms that are firm first. It's not that great. Um, we, you know, another thing that I think advisors, um, you know, again we talked a little bit about my, the last question, but the transitioning, worrying about technology and the transition itself. You know, especially with a smaller firm. And any thoughts on that? What you guys are doing there? Well, I think we have to remind ourselves, right, of, uh, you know, what is our core business, which is financial services. You know, we're not a software development company. Right? We're not a hardware development company. And I think, uh, you know, our executive committee has done a fabulous job, uh, you know, and uh, the leadership of Chris Keller from Business yeah. Services on finding those partners <clears throat> that can help us on a daily basis. 
uh, in regards of you know clearing well, you, you, can, you can outsource so much you know today uh, I, I worry actually about because the next thing is AI that's coming and some of these big firms are making huge investments in AI you just think it's going to be obsolete kind of almost as soon as they're as they're done and one of the benefits of being independent you, you can cherry pick you know sort of the best products in the, in the universe right mm -hmm. it's a benefit it, it, it is. I mean, there's so many resources, um, you know, online <clears throat> clients drive down, you know, their particular streets and neighborhoods. They have so many choices uh, in regards of how to invest their money, where to invest their money. And I, I, I just go back to that core relationship. You know, um, things are so complex when they really don't need to be. Um, and I think having that individual and that expertise that I can come to you as an as an advisor and say, you know, look, Tony, he, here's my family situation. You know, it's not all perfect. We've got speed bumps. We've got challenges. We've got life events, you know, fill in the blank. To have somebody that you know, like, and trust to guide you and to stand with you through life event changes, I, I, I just think that's why maybe next to healthcare, we're, we're, we're probably the second most important thing for any given family. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I agree. Look, the role of the advisor, uh, you hope won't go away because people will want that that human touch to all exactly what you're saying. There's a, a level of empathy that we need to have. One, one of the things you mentioned was, you know, your player, captain, coach. So talk, talk a little bit about the coach element there. Sure. Um, you know, I've, I've been just lucky, Tony, um, throughout my career. I've had uh, just so many wonderful mentors that for whatever reason took their time to help Charlie get from point A to point B. And one of the things that they always asked was, you got to pay it back. Yep. You know, um, I'll give you a, a, a great lesson learned, which is it's one of my favorite quotes uh, that exists out there, which is the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. And, you know, I think about that a lot of how do I help my team members not just improve in their role, uh, but also improve in life, uh, you know, and, and to know that I, I'm not just your manager on paper, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help, I'm here to listen, I'm, I'm not perfect, I make mistakes too, um, but when you've got the support levels uh, that we have at Benjamin F. Edwards, because sometimes I don't know the answer. Yeah. And what I promise my team is I don't know is a great answer. And I may have to go on, knock on the door of a Doug Rubenstein or a Tad Edwards or my immediate manager, Marty Altenberger, and say, look, I, I just, I need your help. Yeah. And, and that having, uh, having that open door policy is, it, it's just, it, it's incredible. Well, this brings up a whole nother line of, of issues with, you know, people coming to work. My, um, you know, we talk about next gen a lot. And, of course. you know, we're, we're in an apprentice business. I have four daughters that are from, you know, 28 to 22 and, and they, they need to be in an office. You, 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 just like you said, you need to learn from others. I mean, and that, if we lose that, then we're really in trouble. Then you, not only do you lose culture, but you lose everything and you lose, you know, there, there's a continuity there of watching the best. When you have great players, people emulate them. When you're on your own, I, I just don't know how you do it on your own. You start now. You know, there, there's a camaraderie and, you know, I hear it uh, from our branch managers and the advisors across the country, uh, but also our home office team members. You know, when you can just take that break and go laugh with someone, uh, go share an idea, 
maybe bounce an idea off someone to get their feedback. Um, it just feels, and, and maybe that's how we are as humans, you know, versus over a screen, um, you know, where you're just sitting at home by yourself, uh, you know, you know, in any given office or room in your home, um, that camaraderie, at least for me, yeah. uh, you know, to me, that that's we're we're doing we're not doing wonderful the next generation any kind of service by having them not come into the office they're just not learning that way you know it, it, i think the other thing here is it also helps in their maturity of their people skills their communication skills um and in regards of of also as a manager you got to hold your people accountable right yeah, yeah. and um you know you got uh, uh i'm you know again blessed with a wonderful team, you know, people that work hard, they, uh, they're energetic, but, uh, uh, you know, for any given manager in any given industry, you know, uh, you've got to hold your people down. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think about what, you know, when I, when I think about, you know, Benjamin Edwards, you know, obviously you've got a, a legacy, you know, you've got the AG Edwards legacy. That's, that's really, that. I think that's important to some people to have, you know, sort of a long lasting, like have continuity, which is something that's missing a lot of times. Now you, you've been, you're, you're in the indie space too, with Chris's group. Sure. So an advisor that, that comes has got a choice, you know, and I think that's, that's also the, the next thing that's happening that needs to happen for firms is you need to have this multi-platform offering because not everybody's all, as long as you and the team, which knowing Doug and Tad, I'm sure they, they, they have, and Chris, you do the math right, you know, mm -hmm. on how, how you make the payouts and all this other stuff, you know, work. But it's nice to have that option when you're out there. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I think about, um, you know, really when you study human behavior and, and you really, you know, get to know uh, any advisor's story, um, you know, part of our role and responsibility on branch development is to, not necessarily tell somebody what to do because we're not in the position of doing that, but is to help guide uh, in regards of, you know, what are the benefits and challenges, you know, of, uh, and, of any and advisors have to figure out the math too, because it's not, Oh, I get a high payout. Well, yeah, but you know, oh, no. at, at a certain level, <laughs> right. If you're eight, nine, if you're under a million, it's very hard to make that math, right. you know, work. But then if you're 10 million, it's hard to make the other math work. Right. So it's just one of those, you know, things that advisors really need to study, I think, yep. you know, when they come. So it is that totality that they look at, you know, what kind of options do I have? And, you know, and I, and, and I guess your job is player, captain, coach, you got to put it all out in front of them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, I, you know, I think about how simplified our compensation plan is on the full service side, you know, yeah. it doesn't fit on a cocktail napkin, it fits on the corner of a <laughs> cocktail napkin. But that's important but the, too, because, sure. I mean, geez. I was a manager. I remember having to sell the new comp plan every year. And I think, I think my advisors really liked me. That was always a contentious meeting. <laughs> and I always had to go in there and say, guys, look, I'm going to help you. We're going to figure out how to, how to make this work for you. You know, I, I didn't create this thing, <laughs> but it was a challenge every year. Well, and even on our Edwards Wealth Management side, you know, for the independent side, you know, we 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 create a pro forma, which yeah. really what we're trying to do with the math is come down to the number that the eyeballs immediately go to. Right. We call it the EBOC, which is at the end of the day, the, the earnings before owner's compensation. And, uh, you know, that one pager of that particular pro forma, that's where you see the light bulbs go on yeah. because they see the line items of everything on the independent side that is just part of the package. 
And I think it comes down to, again, human behavior uh, in regard of what do they want. Yeah, because it's all, it's not always numbers driven. Right. You know, I mean, and people, I think, make, make a mistake that financial advisors are, you know, check driven, numbers driven. And that's, well, you've known that. You, you, you haven't built that firm with a bunch of mercenaries. You built it with a bunch of friends mm -hmm. there. A lot of friends of the firm, uh, you know, a lot of individuals and, and team members that, uh, you know, have a lot of pride, uh, you know, in, in what they're doing and servicing their clients and building their branches. And uh, it's just been an incredible story. Well, I, I'm going to leave it at that because believe it or not, I think we're at the at our time thing. But I always like to, I'm like Jerry Lewis. I want to end on a high note. So sure. That, so that's good. Well, <laughs> thanks so much for, yeah, for being again, here. And, thank and you very doing much. Doing this live. It's been, it's really been kind of fun. It. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see you again. Thanks for joining us this week on An Industry in Transition. Make sure to visit our website, www.advisorhub.com, and subscribe to Advisor Hub. It's free, and you won't miss any advisor news or events. While you're on site, check out all the podcasts available. Click on the Deals Pages and Resources tab for valuable content, or check out the market section with its guru predictions, latest fintech offerings, you name it. Feel free to email Tony Seriani about specific questions we can address on the show. He can be reached by email at contact at advisorhub.com. Please note that all requests and questions are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in next week for the next Industry in Transition episode.